Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, March 8th. U.S. equity futures are about unchanged overall. Um, the, that is off the lows of the morning. So the S&P futures actually dove down to about 4140 at one point. So they've since um, rebounded back to flat. That's about 4200 or so. Um, that is off the highs of a couple of hours ago. So a lot of volatility this morning, um, but the futures are off their lows, about unchanged approximately for S&P, Dow, and NASDAQ. In Europe, um, similar type of price action, the European equity futures several hours ago were sitting on huge losses at one point. They've since, rebound, uh, they've since rebounded with the cash markets up about, um, you know, call it 50 to 100 basis points overall. Um, you are seeing some profit taking in the groups that have traded very well over the last few days, including basic resources. And then um, some of those stocks and sectors that have been hit extraordinarily hard on Russia concerns are rebounding, including banks. So very tentative gains, uh, very precarious gains so far in US and Europe. Um, again, they've faded off their highs uh, just a couple of minutes ago, but certainly well off their overnight lows. Um, Asia suffered heavy selling across the board as that um, region keyed off of the ugly US session from yesterday. India was the only market in Asia that saw gains. Um, Hang Seng down over a percent, Shanghai comp down over 2%. So really not a lot of incremental news to say, uh, to talk about this morning. Um, you know, the the bigger kind of uh, buckets of macro news, all relatively consistent with where they stood yesterday. Um, I think there's a, obviously a ton of focus on oil right now. It does look like the U.S. will proceed and, um, and pass legislation that will cut off Russian imports to this country. Um, you know, just keep in mind, Russia only accounts for about 3% of U.S. oil uh, oil consumption. So it's not a huge part of, um, of the American oil market. Europe is also going to proceed, um, but at a much slower pace. Europe just can't shut off Russian energy overnight. Um, it accounts for too much of the region's energy needs. But the region is moving extraordinarily aggressively to cut its dependence on Russian oil and gas. Um, they're going to be announcing plans today and throughout the week about various different steps that they're going to take within the coming months and, and year um, to, again, re dramatically reduce its dependence um, on Russian energy. So a lot of volatility in oil prices. Oil's up again this morning, but still well off the highs that it hit yesterday morning. Um, again, the U.S. is going to probably be proceeding um, to cut off Russian imports. Europe is going to go down that road, but just they're not going to do it imminently or overnight. Um, you still have this kind of outreach process from Washington to Venezuela, which in theory could provide a big offset to uh, lost Russian production. Um, you know, the Venezuelan industry has atrophied over the last several years because of U.S. sanctions and the lack of investment. So it can't just um, flip a switch and and start pumping, um, you know, millions of, of barrels of incremental oil. But, um, you know, it does look like there is a, a real genuine negotiation process ongoing right now where the U.S. could lift some sanctions, um, which could help bring Venezuelan oil back to the market. Uh, Maduro, the, the president of Venezuela, spoke um, and sounded very uh, conciliatory and, and, and pleased with how the U.S. discussions went over the weekend. Um, and they said further conversations will be happening going forward. So that's certainly something to watch um, as far as providing an offset to some of the lost Russian output. Um, no major economic data to talk about today. No major central bank headlines. You uh, you know, we're a couple of days away from the big ECB meeting on Thursday. And then the Fed is next week, but nothing all that incremental overnight. No big earnings reports either to really say. 
to uh, to really um, acknowledge. Um, as far as the Russia-Ukraine situation is concerned, uh, militarily, you know, Russia continues to perform poorly um, in terms of its its troops on the ground. Um, you know, they have made some progress in the southern part of the country in the last couple of days, um, but they still are stalled in the north. They still really haven't um, completely captured a lot of any major cities. Um, and that has resorted, you know, they, they've kind of shifted strategies and they're now firing a lot of missiles into cities. Um, but you still have the Lazinski government largely in control of the country, largely in control of his military. Um, you know, so again, no one is winning this. Um, obviously, for Ukraine, it's a disaster, humanitarian nightmare. Um, but Russia is certainly not winning this either. And I continue to think the situation is extraordinarily untenable for them. Um, especially economically and financially. I sent around a big piece last night just talking about what's happening to Russia's economy um, and how this is kind of the start of a prolonged multi-year, um, I think, approach to the Putin regime. But it's not something that um, you know can continue at this current pace for much longer, which is why I think, um, again, Putin uh, and the Kremlin are going to have to seek some type of an exit ramp you are seeing the outlines of one form. You saw the Kremlin made a comment yesterday about how if, um, you know, Ukraine made a declaration of neutrality and essentially um, acknowledge Russia's control over the Donbass regions and then Crimea, that would be enough to kind of end it. Um, and then over the weekend, there was a Ukrainian official talking about how, you know, there could be quote unquote non-NATO um, type of security arrangements that they would be interested in rather than pursuing, um, you know, entry into NATO. So I think that, will be kind of um, the rough outline of how this ends. It's just unclear the timing on that. Um, and so that is everything for this morning. Like I said, very quiet on news, a lot of volatility in underlying markets. Um, and we'll just kind of have to see how uh, the headlines unfold out of Russia, Ukraine. Um, not a lot of scheduled catalysts today. Um, there's an Apple product launch at one o'clock, not a really important one. Um, I know it's going to get a, a ton of coverage, but it's really all not all not all that significant. Um, for earnings, there's really nothing all that incremental. Um, Dicks and Wolf before the open, and then after the close, you have Bumble, Figs, um, and then a couple of others, but really should be a very slow session as far as scheduled news. But I'm sure there'll be a ton more headlines out of uh, Russia and Ukraine. So that is everything for today, Tuesday, March 8th. Thank you for listening.